Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mrs. America After Show. I'm your moderator, Sean McHugh. I'm very excited. This new FX Hulu political drama, but I couldn't do it by myself. I got the killer team with me today. First of all, Cody Epperson. He is the sister of the sisters. How are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, also, we have Ashman Ram, who's always bringing a very insightful insight. And that was redundant. How are you? Ashman? I'm, I'm so well. Hi, everyone. And then last but certainly not least, a registered voter, ladies and gentlemen, Diamond Baker. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> I tell you, this is this is a very, very interesting show. Uh, so let's just get our thoughts overall. Uh, Cody, what did you think of the first episode overall? Um, it was, it's, um, I loved it. First, first of all, I loved it. Um, but it's just, it's a lot to take in and I'm really, I'm excited. It's so interesting to see these viewpoints of these people in this era. And, um, it's, it's good. Nice. I'm in, I'm eager. I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. Ashvin, what did you think? You know, I, I think the show is awesome. And I think something that really stood out to me is that, you know, it's so important for us to remember how far we've come. Like the history part of it was just such a reminder of issues that we faced back then. And to some degree, we're still facing now. So I just thought it was really important for, for me to get back in touch with how much has happened and, and what our history really consists of. So it was great. Awesome. A diamond. What are your thoughts? Uh, Oh, yes, my thoughts. I I think that the show is amazing. There's great actors. The writing is phenomenal. Um, just based off the first episode, it was... I didn't know that um, Phyllis, the character Phyllis, was, in the very, very beginning, I didn't know that she was Republican. And so, like, I was sort of like trying to figure out I'm like her her viewpoints are like so like when I found out that she wasn't Democrat <laughs> and was Republican I was like oh okay this is great because I love her character I love the strength that she has and I love that she is uh you know that she is somebody in that trying to b- break into the into politics in a male-dominated field and so um most of the time you see almost like the democratic party as being the heroes or the good people. So I'm kind of, it's kind of nice to see like a Republican female figure, um, you know, in such a, in such a great light. Um, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm neither Republican nor Democrat, but I just love to see that overall, we're going to see, um, the good side of both of the political parties, um, and through great acting and amazing storyline. So I'm excited. Like that's awesome. Yeah, I would agree. Like they're they're definitely being very 
fair with this. Like it's not one-sided. We're getting both sides very equally. And I really like that. And then also going off of what you were saying, Ashman, like this is like a, a history lesson for me because I was not great at history and I didn't realize uh, <laughs> some of the stuff that went on. So if I could, if my history classes could be like this, I would have done a lot better in history. So uh, I'm excited to get into it. Um, all right, cool. So what did, let's just kind of start from the top. Like we're introduced to this. Well, first of all, it's Cape Blanchett, right? So, I mean, who doesn't love Kate Blanchett? And, you know, we're just introduced to this character who's a, a housewife, but, you know, not just a housewife. She's, she's got some plans. So, so I don't know, Cody, what, what were your first thoughts on, on talking to, or, or on Kate Blanchett and her character? Um, my first thoughts were just, she's very, she's very powerful. And um, I definitely am on, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the things she says, but it's, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I what I love about her is is her power and her and what she, and her drive and and it's so funny that everything she's going for is like almost opposite of what she does. Like she she has this she has six kids and a husband and a house and she oh she has assistants, but she's quote unquote made this home. But then she's also she goes out of the home and she does all these other things, but then she's fighting for the homemaker. It's just, it's, it's very interesting. And I'm, I'm enjoying, even though, like I said, I don't really like a lot of the things she says. I'm still very, I'm still very eager to see her and watch her grow and see where, where this goes. Yeah. And yeah. Sean, just to, just to like go further on that, like, you know, her, um, her speech to her, the ladies, when she was talking about, you know, she's kind of being anti-lib, talking about being anti-lib and all, and what that entails and who the liberated women are, you know, just kind of talking about that. Even before when she went to Washington and she was sitting in the room with those guys and she was a part of the meeting, they excused Margaret, you know, who had the notepad. I I was like, this is such a beautiful moment. And um, she was talking about how that, you know, women do have the rights because of this amendment and that amendment. And, you know, they're just not trying hard enough. But then when the guy next to her kind of chimes in and it's like, oh, could you actually, you know, be the off record note taker and get the notepad from Margaret or whatever. And in that moment, I think it was so important for her to have experienced that because you may think Mm. because you may think that we have rights sorry you guys we that we have rights and we do but it there's a whole boys club or there's a whole other like wave of or or like um suppression that is placed upon certain people women in this in this stance in this instance and so it was good for for her to experience that um, when she walked out and she was asking for the notepad and she looks in and the guys continued the conversation without her, almost like, 
they needed her to be out of the room so they could have the real serious conversation. And she was like able to witness what that's like to be passed up, even though you do have the rights to do this and that, and you are considered equal. You know, it was good. It was really important for her to see that. Mind you, she does come, she does come back in and like give her business and like place herself in the conversation. You know, this whole, this whole show, I, or, you know, just seems so much like keeping the balance, keeping, you know, keeping the balance of what the, what is going on in politics and what our rights are and what the struggles are and what privilege is. And, you know, so that just to feed off that, that's, I just thought that was really important for her to witness. And you're right. She does have these moments in her own personal life where her mother can't even, doesn't even know how to pay bills because her husband died and she was never taught that. And her, her sister-in-law is not married and, you know, is looked down upon by the other women in the society as being someone that they don't want their daughters to be around because she's not married. So like she she has these elements that are close to home that would explain or depict something other than what she is fighting for. Like you were saying, Cody, so I don't know if I'm making sense. (laughs) No, no, it's, you're right. It's a very, it's a very interesting paradox for this character. Who's literally fighting for what she doesn't want in a weird way. Uh, Ashman, what were you, what did you, what were your initial thoughts on her? So moving on. So, you know, she, uh, so Kate Blanchett is, is, she's Phyllis, right? She's episode number one. We're actually going to cover three episodes today because they, Hulu, Hulu said, well, you can't have enough of this. We're going to give you three episodes. So just to, we're going to try to plow through all this guys. It's a lot to do, but we're going to do it. We're going to handle it. Um, so moving on. So, uh, so Kate Phyllis are one of our main characters. Uh, we're introduced to her and then we get the other side, right? Now we get the, the the libs, the demi libs, as we're, or she's liberal dems, as uh, they're called. Uh, so Cody, uh, we got some really good actors on this side as well uh, for for uh, for the liberal side. Rose Byrne, obviously being one, playing Gloria Steinem, you know, huge character. So you oh, know, yeah. what were your first thoughts on her? Um, she initially was like, why well, I was really excited about the show. I absolutely adore Rose Byrne. Um. And then what I kind of liked is they introduced us to her very subtly, like the the first yeah. time, and I actually didn't even I actually blip 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 blip. They introduced us to her very subtly, <laughs> and um, like we see her on very I don't know if anyone else saw a very flash of her on like the cover of a magazine in the beauty salon, and mm. I was like, oh, there she is, and I got really excited. <laughs> but um, and then the first scene she's actually in, she barely even speaks. She's just kind of there passing out the champagne. And um, I really am enjoying her character and I'm seeing that she, she has so much passion and she wants to do so much good. And yet there's definitely, we see a lot of conflict in her too. I think she's, they say that she's like, her character's like on the fence with everything, but I think she's trying to figure out what is the right move. And um, again, I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm actually, it was a lot, but I'm glad they gave us three episodes because I'm very, I am very eager to see how this all unfolds. Nice. A diamond. Uh, what do you think of James Marsden playing uh, the Senator uh, in uh, when they, you know, they, they have that talk show that he, that he's on with her. Um, I don't know. For me, he is just so he's such a chameleon. I mean, you think back to him being in the X-Men and now I look at him now, like this guy's really good. He's underrated. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Um, I'm always impressed with 
that actor. Um, and I'm excited to see what else he does. Um, I did not watch episodes two and three. So just focusing on one for me, um, I did notice that like he was like awkwardly or randomly trying to like touch her and mm, you know yeah. like and so i'm like is this meant to bug me like I, I wasn't sure until after she you know she's in washington after that meeting with the guys um that she had in the office and she you know stands up and says what she needs to say and like puts them all in their place in a way and um she walks out and he goes to like touch her again and she finally then takes his hand and it's like this is you don't have a right to touch me i don't know where like you know just removes his hand and lets him know like that's not okay. And so I was like, okay, now I get why he was being this creepy touchier person. But I, but that's just another thing that I can only imagine was so prevalent in that time where men just thought they could touch you and they, that there was nothing wrong with a nice hand on the hand on the thigh. And so, and so, you know, I think it's, I, I mean, there's so many of these little themes that I'm seeing in the in the in the episode where I'm like oh that if that was to happen now that would not be okay or wow that was a really misogynistic thing to say especially when you know that he at the host when he wants her to wear the bikini you know jokingly says wear that bikini on our interview I was like ooh, and she's bad to laugh about it you know yeah so yeah and 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 or I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, I was just going to yeah. piggyback on what you were saying, how, because even when she's in her husband's office and that guy comes in, grabs a muffin and says, you ever thought about starting a baking business? And she's like, <laughs> no, I've yeah. never thought about that. She's uh, like, go die. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, you should be Martha Stewart. You're smart and you can cook, you know, kind of. Uh, and, and the crazy thing is like in that time, the guys weren't saying it. I, I highly doubt they were saying it to be, rude or to be condescending you know it was just like that's what women did because that's what they were good at because they they were good at being in the house with the baby that they just birthed you know it just seems so connected and a lot of it is even the women don't even realize of that time that that's something that they would want something more you know and so I think it's yeah I'm so excited for this for this for this show in general because it's again it's a history lesson for me but yeah, so there's Cody, a lot of those little things. Cody, so you know, obviously you're 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 the sister of the sisters, right? So so talk about a little bit about this this gathering of these people, you know, these women uh that are for the you know the ERA equal rights amendment and you know this whole thing of like we have to fight this, right? Um so and then you again you have this great cast of characters uh and, and actors doing this. Let's talk a little bit about about that. Um, which group? The the liberal ladies or the yes, the liberal ladies. I'm sorry, the liberal ladies. Um, I very much enjoy them. They're all very scrappy and um and passionate, and they we. I mean, nobody's perfect. We see everybody's flaws. We see everybody's strengths. Um, and what it kind of goes a little bit up with and Diamond was saying before with like themes, and I just like there's a lot of um especially nowadays one theme i is like women need to support women and that's mm. what they are doing in this show but we see little things here and there where it's like oh i had your back a second ago but now my agenda is a little different than your agenda and um and we see it on both sides and it's unfortunate because we want we want 
these women to be there for each other, regardless of which side we're for or against. But um, it's interesting to see their teamwork and then how they kind of cope with the the like hiccups in the road of their teamwork. Yeah. I mean, just going off what you were saying, it's like, no, uh, with, when it comes to ego, ego doesn't have a gender, a race, a creed, a religion, a culture, ego is ego. And as human beings, we have ego. And I think they're doing a really good job of just showing how even like the best of intentions can go a little askew when someone doesn't get what they want. Um, Ashvin, welcome back. So sorry about that, guys. I'm not sure what happened, but I am back now. So let, let me know where I can jump in. Yeah, so please jump in. I just, just bringing up that idea of, you know, uh, that Cody was starting of, of this thing of women helping women or being supporting women. Well, not all the time, right? Absolutely. So what we really see throughout all the episodes is the division, right? Um, a Diamond had checked, uh, she had touched on this a little bit. We see how the women that are, you know, liberated and the changes and the movement that they're trying to make, and then the women that are more conservative, what they're standing for. But I think the problem that we continuously come across is that, you know, there's they there's a collision. And, you know, rather than really coming together and making a change, I think, uh, Sean, it's something that you were saying, it's that whole ego that starts taking place. Because... People aren't understanding the issue, which is an issue that affects everyone, but more so more invested in winning. So I think we start seeing that in a lot of the episodes. Um, Phyllis, her character, she's obviously great at organizing. She's determined to win. But then we see she starts even having arguments within her group because she doesn't like it when her power is tested. She likes to be in charge. So all of a sudden, it's not about, hey, ladies, get organized. I think it's her own insecurity and fear because she's trying to balance, right, being this ideal woman. So the woman, the housewife, like all the things that a woman is supposed to be from that era but at the same time, she she has so much power within her. So she's like, I want to use this power, but she's not exactly sure where her fine line is. And I'm not sure if we touched on Shirley or Gloria yet, but um, those are those are phenomenal characters, especially Shirley in my eyes. Well, Ashman, that you said that so eloquently. And um, just to touch on that I think the first moment when she's giving her speech nearing the end of the first episode, she's giving her anti-woman slib speech to everybody. Um, and she, I don't think she realizes that she's done it, but she has offended her husband's sister big time oh, because, yeah. because she's like talking about these women's lib people, women who, who wants to marry them. That's why they're not married. And I mean, just, and I think that probably birthed some sort of, um, dysfunction within the their, that side of the group. So I, I really love what you said there. And you guys, because I didn't watch episodes two and three, I'll let you guys carry on to those episodes and I'll chime out and see everyone next week. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you can find me at notyourtype, N-O-T underscore Y-U-R underscore T-Y-P-E. Other than that, awesome. I'll see everyone next week, okay? Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Diamond. Good seeing you. Uh, all right, so we're going to transition into episode two, but just really quickly, I just want to—I like—I want to bring back the idea of changing clothes to have dinner. 
right? Like a la <laughs> Mr. Rogers. I thought that was just that was such an hilarious scene. Like he literally has a sweater he puts on, changes it into his slippers. I was like, I, I want to bring that back. I don't know how my wife's going to feel about it. <laughs> All right. So episode two, uh, titled Gloria. So now we're switching. Now we're going, we're going to go more heavy on the liberal lady side. And obviously Gloria Steinem being the, the center of that for, for this show. Um, Ashman, what did you think of this episode just overall? I mean, again, I think it, it's it's a great episode and we see more of the liberal side. We see how they get organized, how they get things done. They're way more laid back. You know, they don't care, you know, what they look like, how they're perceived. They're like, come on now. Like, I'm a... I'm a great person and I need to be seen for me, not the way society is going to judge me. So I love seeing that comparison. Whereas, you know, in the first episode, we see everybody like, let's, let's perform with dignity, with, with dignity and grace. Yeah. Whereas episode two, they're like, come on, like, you know, they're smoking <laughs> cigarettes. They're just, they're just free and more liberated women. I love seeing that balance. And I think Gloria is a really interesting character and, and we're going to see a lot more about kind of her background and why she is the way she is, because obviously she's a big, um, she's, she's very recognized in the community. Right. Mm, yeah. But at the same time, um, she's so passionate about these issues because it's also happened to her, right? Like she had to go through abortion. Right. And so it, it's not just a movement for her, this is something very she's experienced. So, you know, I, I really can um, understand where her passion is coming from and her frustration. Yeah, I really like that moment she has in the street with that with that woman. Oh, I um, was just thinking that too. Yeah, with the magazine, <laughs> and she she just knows, like she writes, she understands, and she knows. And and it's funny, this isn't some random person. This is a woman who had two kids and a third on the way. And it was like, we can't afford it, you know? So that was a nice, it gave, it gave abortion a little bit more of a, like a, a humanity, you know, it's not just random people that don't want to, you know, that were careless. So I, I really enjoyed that. Cody. Uh, so, you know, these, these women are very, also very powerful and strong, right. In their own way. Um, what did you, I, the, the actress, Mart, oh, what is, Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, what is her name? Oh, Margot Martindale. She plays Bella, right? So she's kind of the mom of the liberal ladies. Um, I just think she's killing it. She's so, I mean, she's such a, you know, established, well established actress to begin with. Um, but talk about her character and how she interacts with, with the liberal ladies. Um, I, I really adore her. I think she, I understand what she's doing. She sees the big picture, whereas the rest, of the, I'm just not going to say everybody, but a lot of the, the other gals, they're, they, they have such specific things they're trying to get accomplished and they, they want, and they're there for women and I'm, I'm all for it. I totally get, they want to see women rise up and be stronger and have more power and more say. Whereas um, this woman, she, she's like i get she gets it and i know she wants it too but she knows that because of the times there are certain steps that she that she believes need to be taken in order to get that goal it's not just gonna happen one day which is actually something we are still seeing today is that we feel like a lot of people who are liberal are thinking like oh we want 
this and it should be a human right and it's for some reason not and it's for some these things still aren't happening so um, i think she's just maybe she's got a little she's a little saltier a little more experience and that's why she's trying to tell the rest of the gals like yo (laughs) we can't just do it like that we have there's a there's a process yeah, no, I, I like I love that. There's a process to this that we do. There is a system in place, and we have to get in before we can change it, right? Um, uh, so I I, I, I I totally agree. Yeah, I really like I really like that. Uh, Ashvin, please go ahead. What do you think about yeah, Bella? Um, you know, I I think Cody's absolutely right. Like Bella is a force, but Bella knows how to play the game. Like she knows she understands politics, so she's like, ladies, this is not just about ladies issues getting passed like yes that's the core of what we're fighting for but if we want to get this passed we we need to get these people on board so I think she understands politics she understands how manipulative it is and how there's so many deals that are actually done to get things done so 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 she she sees the big players in it and she's like if we want this to happen we need these people to back up like or or we need their backup we we need to play ball so i agree she might have a little um i mean a little bit more deviance to her but i think that comes with the territory and she knows what it takes to get the job done uh so yeah bella's a force <laughs> Yeah, I like uh, that Kate Blanchett's character says uh, about about she's like no one likes feminists, not even liberals. They're no fun. Um, so it's a funny thing of how even in the liberal community, you know, the feminists can kind of have a bad rap, but that they're just kind of you know tunnel vision and not like big picture. So uh, again, this is where this show it really balances everything you know and it's interesting too because everybody think every you know every, even like Kate played like she have the perfect life and it's like nope i don't have the perfect life nobody's life is perfect right and i think that's obviously a theme that we're seeing for this show uh is that you, everybody always wants something they don't have right i mean i think we could all relate to that uh and you think if i just get here then it'll be perfect and it, well no now you're just there <laughs> um so they oh uh, they did a really interesting, it's funny too, because we're in the seventies, right? So all this kind of antiquated way of doing things, like what was the last time you did a grassroots mailing of anything, right? Or got on the phone and did a phone call, like no one would answer your call, right? And they would just delete your email. So let's like, let's kind of talk about that a little bit, just about the, just being in the seventies with technology and like how they did things. Cody, what, what are your, some of your thoughts? Yeah, that was pretty interesting seeing Kate Blanchett's character with all those envelopes in front of her licking the stamps and like sending them off to people. And then when it gets to the, um, the, I guess the, uh, the liberal ladies, they're like, oh, it's just some lady in another state. And they like put her paper on the desk and it's just like getting the ink is running from them ignore from the alcohol that spilled on it. And it's just like, <laughs> It's just so interesting to to that that's how it's done, and then how they're also like the conservative gals were like we're making phone calls like oh do this uh, I don't know when I'll find time to do that like oh after the kids go to bed put your husband to bed earlier right. and it's just <laughs> such a a different world whereas now I can download an app and I can email a hundred people information I need them to know or an invite and they get it and I know that they got it yeah yeah Ashvin what about what do you what do you think about the technology of the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I think I think Cody just said it perfectly, right? Like one on one level, you know, I can give it a lot of respect. Also, look at the type of work that went into getting a word out back in the days, right? So when you really wanted something, you worked for it, you invested it, it took a whole nother level of time. Whereas now, like we said, I mean, as soon as it hits social media, things go viral, things are trending, like we have so many different outlets to get our um, news from. So yeah, I mean, I can say that we've definitely came a long way. But guys, we have to touch on the bread. Remember the oh, bread and yes, the jam yes. that the ladies were giving yes. out? Yes, thank I you, mean, thank you. That yes, was... I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get more kitchen it was bread makers from the bread winners. I mean, doesn't, doesn't that just say it? The, the women are baking from the men's money. And now they're there showing their love and support and trying to receive a vote that way. I mean, that, that was just over the top for me. But then it worked too. <laughs> like that was the thing. Like it, it wasn't this like yes. silly thing. It worked because like, who doesn't like bread and homemade jam? I mean, I know I do. I don't know <laughs> if that makes it worse. I don't know if that I makes know. it it's, worse because they said that. Like, they're like, wait, are men bribed that easily? Like before they didn't even care about the issue. And now you have a bunch of women like feeding them bread and jam and they were swayed away. So you're right, Sean, like it worked, but like, seriously, is that, is that all it takes? <laughs> well, I, like, I think it, there's it also, so like, oh, please. Oh, no, it no, go ahead, Cody. Like, so like on the nose and it's like, I don't want to generalize men, but like, of course. I know I've, I've literally gone from really disliking somebody to like loving them because they made me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, oh, you're like back in college. Like, oh, you're hungry here. Let me just do this for you. And I was like, right. okay, thanks. I love you. And it's just like, it's sick, but it's like, that was like, you even, we even see Kate Blanchett in her kitchen. She like had this brilliant idea and she knew it was going to work and it worked. Well, especially when the other side is just a bunch of angry women yelling at them. You know, this was a welcoming <laughs> kill them with kind kindness. Of, yeah. Kill them with kindness. So uh, it was a, it was a it's great a move. Point, so Ash, 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 great point. Thank you for bringing that up. But it is, right, should, it's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> we should, I mean, I, I think what we can all agree that definitely uh, an overwhelming theme about this is that, you know, uh, we're, we're taking these iconic figures and we're making them human beings. You know, we're making them three-dimensional. You know, for, I, know for, I know for me, Gloria Steinem is, is a name that I, I've, I know, but like it's been very interesting to find out who that person really is. Um, so I, I'm really excited to to go down this path further and really just discover these 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 amazing women. All right, so I think we should move on to episode three, Shirley. And I'm going to lay. I'm going to go. I'm going to take this right to Ash because I know Ashman. I know you got some feelings about Shirley. Uh, please let's let let's just jump right in. What were your initial thoughts on this episode? You know, I think Shirley's so awesome, I, and I think she has such an awesome supportive husband, which we haven't really seen too much of that in the last two episodes. We have mm. men that are great and they're providers, but they rather have their women just kind of in their social role. Whereas um, Shirley, that one moment when she has her breakdown and she's like, I'm the only one fighting here. Like, why am I in this alone? And her husband reminded her, he was like, He's like, when these people came and bullied you, what, what did you do? And she's like, I punched them. And he's like, that's right. Like, put up your fist, fight. This is why you're in the game. And 
I thought that was so sweet because, you know, earlier uh, in episode one, when Phyllis wanted to go, you know, run again, and then her husband was pretty much like, why do you want to do this again? And she's smart. So she picked up. She's like, you didn't have a problem before. She's like, because you never thought that I would win. So it's like him all along was like, go ahead, do your thing. It's not going to happen. You're going to be at home with the kids. Whereas Shirley's husband was like, you can do this. So I think Shirley's awesome. I think she's great for standing up for what she believes in. And, um, and, you know, being a black woman at that time and a woman to go face the odds that she was and her bravery and her courage is just, it's so, it's so admirable. So yeah, love, love Shirley. Yeah, this was for me was definitely a, a character that I had no idea existed. I was like, a black woman ran for president in 1972? What? Wow. So, I mean, it just goes to show you how far we've come and not come uh, all at the same time. Um, Cody, what were your thoughts on on Shirley uh, for this episode? Um, I absolutely adore her. And um, I kind of, I mean, unfortunately, we, I kind of knew she wasn't going to her candidate her Oh, candidacy what do you her platform wasn't gonna survive because it was she she is who she is and it's the 70s yeah. but I was just but when they first introduced her I was so excited I was like this is a for me because I mean I'm a 90s kid like I'm I'm not a history buff but like, I was like this is so exciting to see that this is happening and that there's all this support for it and so um and and she and that woman holds a special place in my heart too like she's in a few <laughs> other shows I like so I was like oh. like every time I saw someone on screen I was so excited but um, I I was I really liked this episode, and then in the end she was on stage again, and uh, maybe I missed something. I don't know if she's running for something else, or they were just showing the different candidates. But um, I'm 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 eager to see more, which I've said like a hundred thousand times, like a broken record. <laughs> yeah, no, I I uh, I'm with you. I was a little confused by the ending too. I was like, does that mean that she's going to be with them, or was it just like kind of a general? hello, we're here. We're all together. We're all Democrats. Uh, so yeah, I'm with you. I thought I wasn't, I was a little confused by that moment. Um, I thought, I thought she was um, sending her support to that other guy. I can't remember his name, but like for the fact that she oh. knew she was out of the race, she was passing like her, her delegates to him. I, I, I okay. think that, that was showing. my understanding. Right. Okay. So it was just showing solidarity. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much what I thought, but there was just the way that they were all getting emotional. It was, and then maybe again, it was just a moment of seeing her on that stage. Like no matter what we did something here. Right. And uh, this is not going to go unnoticed. Uh, uh, Yeah. Just to plug uh, Uzo Abuda, I believe that's her name. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's great because I, I only know her from orange is the new black. So uh, this is like a one, no, a three, you know, 180. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. A 180 from, from that character. So uh, I just think she's doing such a great job. And I agree with you, uh, Ashman, her husband. Again, that's why this show is smart because it's showing the humanity and then showing the balance and that this woman is not alone by herself. You know, she has a support system, which is why she can do what she's doing. And um, you know and what, I, Sean, even on that, what support means on different levels hmm. on Phyllis's husband, her support is a provider. There's nothing wrong with that either. That's wonderful that, you know, he's such a great provider and takes care of her and her family. But support is also, you know, that level of support and believing someone where, you know, that 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 affects a relationship on a whole nother level and and, and the love that you give uh, to a person. So I, I agree. I love how we're seeing both sides of um, operations, really. 
Yeah, totally. Okay, so we're kind of winding down here. Uh, let's just get some final thoughts on this episode. Cody, uh, what, what, give us what your final thoughts are. Um, I just am eager to see where it goes. Um, and there's so many different little, I feel like little pins, or not pins, little, there's little things in the air that like were touched on, but not necessarily brought out. And um, like one thing with Sarah Paulson's character, she was talking about like how that lady was racist. And then she approached her and like nothing really, I feel like she, her character was very hurt in that scene. And I'm interested to see like what happens with her. I'm interested to see what happens with the, um, the sister-in-law because she definitely was hurt in the first episode. And so there's like little side things that, that I'm very eager to del- de- dive into. Awesome. Uh, Ashvin, final yeah. thoughts. Um, final thoughts is I think, I think we're going to start seeing kind of um, more uh, arguments amongst the conservative group. And I say that because, you know, even their name, which is stop, uh, stop ERA, right? Stop taking our privileges. Like, even just that name, and we and we saw what it took for that voting to come up. But what I'm really seeing is that more people are getting involved now, and they're the women. They're getting confident, so they're challenging Phyllis's character. So I think, and and like you said, the sister-in-law, um, she's. I don't. I don't know what group she's going to go to. So I think we got a lot of unfolding to see. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just, I mean, what, what's great about this is like, you know, no matter how pure your intentions are, you got to compromise. And, you know, there's always going to be willing and dealing when it comes to the political world, of course, which is a metaphor for life, right? Like we all have great thoughts and intentions, but then sometimes they don't, eh, they don't work out as pure as we'd like to. Uh, all right. So that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, tell us where we can find you, Cody. Uh, uh, you can find me on Instagram as Cody F C O D Y Y E P P. And you can also find me on Twitter as Cody underscore F. Nice. Ashman. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at insights by ish. Awesome. And you can find me on the gram at Sean star 75 and at on Twitter at gorilla suit. Sean, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're very excited for this show. Mrs. America episode four will be next Wednesday at six o'clock. So be sure to tune in and we'll see you then. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.